y'all. My name is Lisa Nicole, independent country artist coming at you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I and occasional special guests aim to inspire you both on and off the stage. Join us as I dig in deep into behind the scenes of my life, my music, my heart, the music business, and exclusive lifestyle and fitness tips. Now settle up and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Read all about it. Read all about it. (laughs) Okay, listen, we are getting some awesome press right now with my new release, Wait On Me. I'm so excited and grateful for all the outlets that are covering the new single, doing interviews, and having me on TV. We haven't yet announced all the TV appearances because my publicist would have killed me, but I'm going to now. (laughs) And by the time you hear this, I'll already have done CTV Calgary, CTV Vancouver, and I will be in the middle of CTV Morning Regina. Following that, CTV Morning Live Saskatoon, and I'm heading out east to do the morning show Global Toronto and Global News Morning Kingston. Um, Wow. Like, thank you to my country for supporting me on my new single. Not only that, we have a ton of radio interviews all along the way as well. So grateful for the support. In today's episode, I'm going to answer some of my favorite and fun questions from some of the interviews right here in the podcast. And I'm not going to answer every question from every interview because a lot of them overlap all the time, but let's dig in. From down under in Australia, the folks at Parte, spelt P-A-R-T-A-E, asked, how did you first start playing music? I started singing at age eight, but when I was 15, I started playing jam sessions at local bars in the Kootenays. The legal drinking age is 19 here, so I would wait outside for my turn to sing and then be escorted to the stage. For me, it was a great chance to learn how to connect with the audience through music and work on my chops. How did you approach the recording slash production process? This was the first song we recorded from my new album, spoiler alert, (laughs) which is called Where the Wild Hearts Beat. We recorded the whole album in the beautiful Okanagan region of British Columbia last spring with Jeff Johnson. This song was probably the quickest to record because Jason and I have been playing it since we wrote it. We couldn't not. (laughs) It didn't need any lyrical or melody changes. We started with a drum groove, acoustic guitar, and a rough vocal. From there, Jeff built the track up and did the piano, bass, and programming. He even got Travis Toy from Rascal Flatts to play the banjo and the steel guitar. So cool. To make it even more special, I had my band bomb, Tony Stewart, sing all the background vocals on this one. Please tell us about your experience with working with Jeff Johnson. He is the best. He worked me hard, and we dug deep to get exactly what we wanted. He really took the time to get me into the right zone, even pumped me up by doing push-ups one day in the studio. He's super comfortable to work with, but basically he is a musical ninja. (laughs) How was your time living in Nashville? I love Nashville, and I know you guys already know this. It was so good for me to spend that time writing and singing every day. It was the best way to hone in on and focus on my craft. I felt very at home there. You recently sang on stage with Keith Urban. How did this come about? How has this experience affected you? It came about when I asked him. (laughs) partially kidding, but a few years ago, he was playing a pop-up slash word-of-mouth show that I knew about. I signed my CD to him in the line, called my family back home, and told them I was planning to sing with him. Once the concert started, I made my way to the front of the stage, waited for a quiet moment, and asked him. It really literally was a dream come true. 
Not everyone can say they sang with one of the best male country artists on the planet, and I was fortunate to do it in Nashville, of all places. The experience affected me deeply as it inspired me to move down to Nashville, and now with my new music, I feel more determined as a result of my own choices. But they wouldn't have happened the way they did if I hadn't had that moment of inspiration. Who are you listening to at the moment? I love Miranda Lambert's new album, Wildcard, Maren Morris's album, Girl, and Taylor Swift's album, Lover. What do you like to do away from music? I love crossfitting about five times a week, and I also ride horses as often as possible a couple of times a week if I can. I also love hiking and just being outdoors. Favorite food and place to hang out? Oh, my favorite food. I love Adam's peanut butter and apples as a snack. Or blending a frozen banana with peanut butter. It's like ice cream. Also, when I feel like a little cheat, I love fish and chips. And my favorite place to hang out? Well, I'm a bit of an introvert, so I love being at home because I'm always out being social the rest of the time. But I do love going to the cutest town of Nelson, BC, about an hour away from my hometown. It's full of cute coffee shops, boutique shops, and great restaurants. It's fun to restaurant and bar hop and try different foods with friends. I have Vents Magazine, and they asked, Can you talk to us more about your latest single, Wait On Me? I just love this song. I wrote it almost two years ago now in Nashville with hit songwriter Dave Panish and longtime music partner Jason Thomas, who was touring with me. I wanted to write a song that was really true to me and hit home about balancing a career on the road, such as music, and a relationship back at home. I've been with my partner Garrett for five years now, and he's been so supportive always, and I love him for that. This song is for anyone that works away from home and has that person they can always count on. It takes a big person to wait. Did any event in particular inspire you to write this song? I believe this has been a song I've tried to write a few times before. And when I wrote Wait On Me, I remember saying, this is the one. When I first sent off the demo, everyone agreed this was my best song yet. Also, when I walked into a writing room with Dave Panish, who wrote Without You, recorded by Keith Urban, how could Wait On Me not come to life, if you know that song? Dave, Jason, and I are all in the same situation. We all have families at home. Further to that, part of what brought me back to Nashville was a random moment a few years ago when I sang that duet with Keith Urban. It was a big inspirational push to pursue my dreams, and it helped coax this song out of me. How was the filming process and experience behind the video? To be honest, it was a lot of work, only because I produced the video myself. Just when I think I wear enough hats, I put on another one. <laughs> Music video producer. I secured all the locations, the crew, the VW, the tour bus, and organized all the shooting days. I enjoy it though. The only hard part is the day of, I have to take off the producer hat and be the artist. We filmed the video in Vancouver in October, so weather could have been a huge conflict, but Mother Nature blessed us with no rain on either of the three shooting days. And a big thanks to Traveland RV in Langley for the tour bus, the location at Lulu Island Winery, Stefan, who provided the VW, and the two homeowners, Brandon and Jason. Without the support of the people who believe in me and the song, it would be hard for an independent artist like myself to put out such good content. I'm very proud of how this video turned out and the team behind it. How has your perspective in music changed as you move from Canada to Nashville? My perspective changed because I was immersed in a culture that the focus was always music. 
Almost everyone in Nashville plays music or writes songs or is somebody in the music industry. The perspective in Nashville is that you have to be the best to cut through all the noise. And it's true. It just made me work harder. And that's what I love about Nashville. I was able to hone in on my singing, writing, and performance chops. Does the new single mean we can expect new material? How's that coming along? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I keep talking about these new songs and this new album because yes. Another spoiler alert, I have already written and recorded a whole new album. I am so excited. It's my best work yet. I wrote most of it in Nashville, but a few songs back in Canada. I love every song on the album so much that I'm having a really hard time picking which single to release next. Any tentative release date or title in mind? I spent some time picking out lines in each song that I really loved that could represent the album. One lyric from one of the songs was, go with the flow where wild hearts beat. And so we've decided on where wild hearts beat. Release date is still in the works, but it will likely be later this year. And we will be releasing at least another single first, so don't worry, I won't keep you waiting that long. Next up, an American outlet called Talk Nerdy With Us. Was there a specific moment or person that made you realize that music is what you wanted to pursue professionally? Looking back, I knew from a very young age. I was going through my hope chest the other day. My mom kept a lot of my schoolwork from when I was younger, and everything was horses and singing. And I'm going to dive in a little deeper on another question later on. But I wanted to be a singer and be in front of the camera. I started singing in bars at age 15. And like I said, I would have to wait outside being underage. But my parents would just drive me all around three times a week to sing. I was so blessed to have my parents nourish and encourage my love for music. Next question is something I've always been curious with songwriting is how topics come to mind. Do you know what you wanted to write about going into the song session that birthed Wait On Me? Or did it just come about organically? Whenever I have an idea, I write it down. The other night I said to Garrett, I want to do forever with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a title. So it's in my notes now. <laughs> I didn't know what we were going to write when I walked into that session. But I think this title and song idea was a natural one for all of us to write. I would have had a bunch of ideas written down to present, but you never know which one's going to stick. It's all about what feels right at the moment. Were there any major changes to wait on me once you got into the recording studio, whether it be in the lyrics or something sonically? No, not overly. The lyrics stayed the same. The form stayed the same. And even all the guitar parts that Jason came up with in the demo, we kept. There's another song in the album coming out that we changed completely for the better. You never know. But I feel like rewriting is always good. Wait on me. Just didn't need it. Your first full-length album, Where the Wild Hearts Beat, is set to be released later this year. What can fans expect from it when it comes out? The majority of this album is uplifting and fun, with a couple of tearjerkers. I've also got a bit of a pop vibe to it, which is different from the country rock sound I've had in the past. I can't wait to share this album with everyone. It's my best work, and the very best thing about it is I wrote every song. Next up, eight random questions feature with our basement while skipping number one because I've already talked about that. Number two, do you share the same taste of food as your partner? Yes and no. I love all food, but my body does not like gluten. He loves food too, but he can eat anything, which is highly irritating because I can't. As fit as he is, he eats popsicles almost every night, and sometimes when he's not looking, I eat his food, but he usually knows. We mutually agree on ribs, steaks, salads, and seafood. 
Number three, how would you rate yourself as a flirt? Interesting question, a solid three. (laughs) My reasoning behind that is because I'm a really friendly person. Sometimes I feel like this can get misconstrued as being flirtatious. Unless, of course, I was talking to Jamie from Outlander. (laughs) If that were to happen, all bets would be off and I would be a strong 10. Number four, what are your phobias? Okay, knives and spiders. If someone jokes around with a knife, I freak out, like dramatically. (laughs) And where spiders are concerned, if I see one, I run far, far away. This one isn't really a phobia, but I get really scared easily. And Gare takes full advantage of that. He'll hide in closets, behind doors, in the shower. I've been so scared where I've fallen on the floor and started crying. So dramatic, I know. (laughs) Number five, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Number six, when did you last have a haircut? March of 2018, when I moved to Nashville to focus on my songwriting. It was a great way to mark a new chapter in my career because I wrote my new single and other songs that are now part of my new album. But in the hair department, I guess you could say I'm a little overdue. (laughs) Number seven, who should take most credit for your success? As an artist, I always try to be working harder on my music career than anyone else. It's a responsibility I take seriously as a professional in the music industry. In turn, I try to surround myself with others with a similar work ethic. So my radio tracker, my publicist, creative branding director, and guitar player all display it. And I really wouldn't be where I am without them. On a personal level, my support system at home for my partner and my family is second to none. So I'm grateful for all of it. Number eight, most importantly, what is your favorite type of cookie? Shortbread cookies at Christmas. <laughs> Next up, a few questions from Donna Block at Medium. Growing up in the Kootenays, your family listened to country music. What was the first country song that you connected to and in turn inspired your career? The first song was My Baby Loves Me by Martina McBride. That was the song to sing into my hairbrush on top of my dresser. <laughs> and I can clearly remember the first album, which was Come On Over by Shania Twain. I listened to that on repeat. Touring across Canada, Dream Festival, or venue to play? Calgary Stampede would be awesome, and Boots and Hearts in Ontario. I would love to play the Danforth Music Hall in Toronto and the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver. And of course, every stadium everywhere would be the ultimate goal. Music festivals are my favorite. Combine live music with a sunny day, or even if it's rainy, I'm in. You gave Keith Urban a copy of your Come Find Me EP that night. Did you have a chance to talk with him more after the show? No, I didn't get a chance to talk with him. I did get a chance to talk to his wife, Nicole Kidman. She was so sweet about the performance and complimentary. Even more exciting was when I was on the phone outside the venue talking to my family back home and this girl tapped my shoulder. It was Hayden Panettiere who plays Juliet Barnes on the show Nashville. You know her. She's amazing. I talked to her for about 10 minutes. She was so nice and said she never could have done what I did and so well. That was nice to hear. You co-wrote the new single with your guitarist, Jason Thomas and Dave Panish. Dave has multiple number ones, including Keith Urban's Without You. What lyric did you start that co-write with? Well, wait on me. Wait on me. I don't know how long it's going to take me. We started writing the course first. When I look back on the lyrics we didn't use, there were some lines like, I'm looking for that song that's going to save me, save me, and hold me, hold me, hold me in your arms like you're never letting go of me. A lot of really great writing that you can't fit in an entire song. How did you choose a song to be the lead single from your upcoming album, Where the Wild Hearts Beat? It was the first song that I myself and everyone I shared with was really excited about. 
I tested a few songs out live and this one always stuck in the set. And also it's funny because Garrett does not like country music. I know, right? I'm a country singer. But he likes mostly pop music. There are two songs on the album that he really loves and Wait On Me is his favorite. Although he may be a little biased. (laughs) But it's usually a good thing that if someone who just isn't a huge country fan likes my song, it may be my best song. The album was produced by Canadian Country Music Association award winner Jeff Johnson. Can you describe a typical day working together in the studio? Yes, we usually started the day off around 10 a.m. Every day would be different depending on what needed to be done. Day one for Wait On Me, the song didn't need much work, so he had already started programming some drums and bass before we got into the studio. When we got there, Jason started laying down the acoustic and electric guitars. On other songs, he'd do ukulele. Next up would be a rough vocal track so we could build the song from around that. And the following day, he would start with vocals. Jeff is awesome in the studio. If he felt I wasn't quite in the zone, he would try suggesting something else. In the morning, I would have an exercise myself, drink lots of water and some coffee. And one afternoon, we had some red wine to relax. And another time, he had me doing (laughs) push-ups. Peanut butter, CrossFit, and an eating disorder. What message do you want listeners to take away from your health and fitness journey? And little side tip, this is one of my podcasts. What I want people to take away is that we are different human beings and we should not be felt like we all have to look the same size. We're all going to look different and need different things. That one size doesn't fit all. I wish I grew up loving myself for myself a lot more because even in the early days of my career, I was always told I had to lose weight. It's all just very triggering and not mentally healthy. I've always tried to change my body instead of loving it for allowing me to just be alive. I believe in fueling yourself properly with good food, exercise, lots of water to live a long, healthy life. But I wish I haven't always felt guilty and judged about eating everything else. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm taking big steps to get there, like opening up about it. Favorite winter outdoor activities in Canada. I love snowshoeing and horseback riding the most. Being outdoors in general are my favorite ice fishing and snowmobiling. I don't have a ton of free time, so when I do get outside in winter, it's usually snowshoeing and riding. And I would say riding sage is tied with snowshoeing. They're both very therapeutic for me. Do you still go on family hunting trips? I go with my dad almost every year up north, and Garrett and I go whenever we have time together. But since my focus is music, some years I don't get to go too much. I'm not as hardcore as Megan Patrick. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Bucket list trips. Australia for sure. It's really sad the devastation that's happened there recently and is still happening. But I'd also love to explore Europe, Africa, and Asia too. I have quite the travel bug. I want to go everywhere, except only when it's warm. I am not a fan of being cold. Next up, my entertainment world interviewed me a few years ago for Mad About It, and they've done a new feature as part of the Musician Spotlight series. Here are a few questions from them. When did you know you wanted to be a musician? When I was eight years old, singing on my dresser with my hairbrush, not even kidding, I've known for a long time, and just the other day, I was going through my hope chest, and like I said, my mom kept a lot of my schoolwork and art since I was in like preschool. As I was going through it, I came across these questions from eight-year-old Lisa. Three things I like to do are horseback riding, I love singing, and being in front of the camera. I'd like to see singer in concert, horses, and unicorns. (laughs) I'd like to hear, I'm a good singer. My favorite school subject is music. I daydream about being a singer and being famous. I wish that I could be a singer. (laughs) 
I just had to share that because it's come full circle. Amazing. What can audiences expect from one of your live shows? They can expect something a bit different than what's on their record. Lots of energy. I love to jump around, smile, laugh, dance, and interacting with the audience, of course. At the last show, I was twirling people from the stage. Those are the spontaneous moments I love. Depending on the crowd or where I'm playing, I enjoy mixing up the set list. It's also fun to throw some cover songs in to get the crowd going with something that's familiar to them. Where can we find your music? Everywhere. (laughs) Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Basically, wherever you listen to music, it's there. Just search for Lisa Nicole Music. All right, guys, I could have gone on and on, on and on, because there were a lot of interviews and a lot of questions. And I really hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I'm super excited to continue on the press tour. Follow me on Instagram at Lisa Nicole Music, because I might be in a city near you. On that note, I have got to run because I got to go catch a flight to Vancouver. Super excited for the week. And thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate it so greatly. And I love you so much. Okay. Toodles.